You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Hello, hello. Here we are doing another after show for Shark Tank, episode 12. I'm Steph Z and... I'm Phil Svitek. Whoop, whoop. Here we are. We've got another, you know, should we just just go right into it? Well, we also should mention Christina Zias. Uh, she's on a she's on a walk from Chicago to New York as well. She was so inspired <laughs> by yours that she wanted to do one of her for herself. She's actually walking from like Texas to Montana. Oh, she wanted to do a different path, a scenic route. Yeah, oh, she wanted, the weather was a little better. In te- actually, the weather in Texas is not good, so that would not be a wise choice of place. Yeah, but she thought so. She did think so. She thought wrong. Um, so we had a holiday episode. We did. Pretty much. And, um, you know. The last episode of 2013. Oh, really? Yeah. We come back in January. Oh, good thing I knew that. Just kidding. It's a bunch of repeats. But you know what's kind of awesome, though? Shark Tank, even their repeats pretty much still are like the number one watched show on Friday nights. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. It's kind of awesome. And um, I have to say, this, this episode did touch a little bit close to home. I've had a... Christmas decorating business myself. So some of these things, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm going to be a little bit hard on some of these things, but we'll we'll see what happens. Fair enough. I mean, there's there's one that's kind of non-Christmas, so. Which one? Hair extensions. Oh, it's kind of like Christmas. I mean, you could get them as a Christmas you gift, i sure. You have to I'm unwrap sure. something to see what's really there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a gift to some people. Some people. Um, okay, so we start out with Lightnetics. And um, I don't know, man. What did you think about this? Okay. Initially, he, he had the box of Tangled Lights. And I was like, ooh, I hate Tangled Lights. Are you going to solve Tangled Lights problem? Because I that could that be great. I thought that was a problem he was solving, too. When it said holiday headaches, I thought. And uh, nope, that wasn't it. Nope. If he could solve how to untangle lights, we'd have a product. <laughs> you know how you untangle lights? You throw them away and you recycle them and you buy some new ones next year that tell you untangle lights lights the cost of the actual lights like those lights that he's doing the c7s like what he was doing the old-fashioned ones they come in a c7 and a c9 and they're hot as balls right they're kind of hot and the c9 are a little bit bigger but to get a brand new set of those which comes with 25 bulbs and it's about 25 feet long is like seven dollars so I don't know what he was talking about with 50 foot at twenty dollars that is incorrect no well well, that's he was what he's saying, saying a 50-foot strand. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's right. It's about $15, $20. That's fine with tax. But his cost $70. There's no way. And for commercial people, there's no way that they're going to do that because they're going to hire. The, they're going to – like they don't want cost in their goods. It's the labor that you're paying for. So you, the, essentially for that difference in $50, you pay people, what, 100 bucks a day or something like that? For, so for, for – 
one day for two boxes, you're telling me someone can't untangle two boxes or put the like the clips on the gutters and stuff like that. The clips cost like five bucks for like a hundred of them. I, you know, for me, it's it wasn't. I mean, obviously his numbers were off, but but it was just the fact that you know Kevin kept telling him, and he was like, "There's potential, there's potential," and it's like, okay, you know. Here's the thing. You're not selling anybody on an idea. It's not like you have a sports team. I don't think it's potential. I'm I'm actually – I never say this, but I'm actually very happy for Mr. Wonderful that he did not make that deal because I really don't see that deal going anywhere. I really don't because even like Lori was saying, like people have icicle lights. They have the minis. They have the LED lights. They have all – like that is not the number one seller for what people want, especially in like the commercial places. So it's like – Number one, you're creating this thing that only is good for one type of lights. Number two, what she said, which is very, very valid, is that people have no idea what their gutters are made of or their house. or They don't want to be bothered. If you're if they're paying a company or a service to install Christmas lights, they want to write a check. They want it to look pretty. No questions asked. Yeah. We show up at these people's houses. They don't know where their power is. They don't know, like, they don't know where their breaker box is. They don't know anything. You think they're going to know the material that it's made out of? No way. No way. Borrowing from Lori's quote, you know, she said, when you have a product that's revolutionary, it's easier to get into the market. If you have a product that's similar, it's very, very tough. And with this product, there's nothing revolutionary about it. I I completely agree. I mean, I do. When when they came out and they were like, solution for the holiday headache, I did. I was with you. I thought like... Oh, they're going to have some, like, super awesome device where you just, like, throw the lights into a bag and it comes down and it's wrapped and ready to go for the next year or whatever, you know? Like, and that was just, no, I wouldn't have paid money for it and I would never buy them. And I've never seen him at Home Depot either. He said he sells them at Home Depot. I mean, he could at, like, five locations. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, all the, I've been to most of the locations in Los Angeles hunting down stuff when gets stuff gets sells out and I've never ever seen them nor like you would have a display you would need something that tells people that this is why they're different never seen it he, he was okay so obviously um uh Kevin wanted to do a deal 50% is what he wanted in terms of equity and he said the deal would take me 9 months to make rob was out mark said you know you need to focus on professionals but i don't rob. know how to do that I felt weird to hear what? Rob, not Robert. Robert. Whatever. Robert. I called him Richard once, whatever. Um, was out. Yeah. Um, so it was It was interesting to me that he didn't go with any deal. I mean, if anything, I would have just gone with Damon. And like, okay, you, you countered with 30%. Never going to happen. No. You know, I, I totally agree with you. If I was him, I would have went with Damon because making 40% of some sort of money is better than making 100% of zero money or, you know, the 118000 that he's had in total sales. But it's just very um, – I don't think it's a big business. I don't think that, um, you know, to the commercial places – like you think of places like the Grove and um, stuff like that. Oh, that's like the, the shopping, the big, you know, shopping mall near us or whatever. It's like it really doesn't save you that much time. To place those things, like, and you know, you're going to have to place them perfect. If you have the gutter hooks or whatever installers, like, they're all going to be in a straight line because they're all the same length off the gutter. So it's going to yeah. look better than if, like, one slightly shifted. Like, I don't know. And Lori, I, I give a lot of credit to Lori because she really brought up some good points. She also brought up the fact that, you know, um, it costs a lot to make. And unfortunately, there's no real way to bring down the cost because it's magnets. Yeah. 
Um, again, real quick, I don't know if we mentioned he what he was asking for was one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for twenty percent of his company. So he was evaluating his company at six hundred thousand dollars, and he's only had one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars worth of sales. He's had four hundred over four years. That's, I mean, it's just so stagnant. It's just not. I don't know. Four I wasn't years. A fan. I wasn't a fan. And I wonder, like, what the heat does to the magnet. I wonder if there's any, like, mm. I mean, I'm sure if it's patented. Here's what sucks. Like, you have to be, you have to be so good within that window. You know what I mean? It's not like, okay, if you, if, if you, let's say you're doing a weekly thing, right? You're doing a car, a carnival or anything. I don't know. So you can adjust as you go, but this, like, you get one shot at this once a year. You know, and then you have to readjust, and clearly it hasn't been right, working and for I, him. And I get the I get the licensing deal because if it if what his patent is like a light that hangs by a magnet, you could do weddings, you could do all kinds of other events, and you can you know branch out. But I don't think that he was there in his mentality of like this is what I've got. He was like Christmas people are going to use this, and people are going to pay seventy dollars a strand, which is not going to happen. Never going to happen. Not going to happen. And I, I wonder too. Taller. I know you did. No, I feel short. No, we're the same. It's okay. All right. Anything else about the Lightnetics? I kind of just, you know, like and I said. My man was, I knew he thought he was smart for not taking the deal. My man, you are dumb. Well, I don't know about calling people dumb. No, take the deal. But it was deal. a poor decision. Okay. okay. Damon said he could, he could do this. He could do this 40% in two months, which I don't know if I believe him about the two months. I don't know if I believe it either. They kind of got into a little bit of a pissing contest. I understand that, but like, okay, you don't have to go with Kevin. I actually would have gone with Kevin or go with Damon. Yeah, I might have gone with Kevin too because the fact that it's – it's a cutthroat deal. Like you make the call. He and and what he said, like how he was saying, I'm worth the ten percent more because I'm going to negotiate you a better deal. Like I kind of almost love Damon. No, no questions asked there. But I kind of feel like. He for something like that, he might negotiate the better deal. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what we think about Lightnetics. Sean, sorry. Guess what? Never saw you before. Never. You're dead to me. <laughs> Guess wow. what? You're dead to me too. Yeah. Then we've got this Mori guy comes in. I've never heard of uh what is it? In what is it? What? In faith couples? In faith uh Interfaith couple. Interfaith couple. I've never heard of that either. I was like, I rewinded. I was like, wait, what did he say? And I, it, but it's legit. It makes sense. It I makes love sense. that he was saying Krishmika. <laughs> okay, here's the problem with it. Your market is one million people. See, I kind of, I don't agree. There's, you don't you agree there's more? Or I just... think there's more people than, I think there's more than a million people. And my brother is in an interfaith marriage. Okay. So, and it is like they have the menorah, they have the Christmas tree, they, you know, they do both. And it, there is, it's not like there's things that, there's not trinkets and stuff that the kind of does both. There's not like, there's Christmas stuff, there's Hanukkah stuff, there's not, uh, there isn't a crossover. I've never seen it. And like a tree topper to be the crossover with the, with the Star of David, like, Eh, but I do think I think that this could completely branch out. And do you think do you think he is the man to kind of make this a brand rather than like oh here's the star of Christmas Akka? No, but that's why he's at Shark Tank. He's okay. not like I like him. 
I feel like he's got good work ethic by the things he was saying. I feel like he has a good idea. I feel like he might not have thought out of the box and see how big of an idea or as big of a brand that he could build with this. Um, so I feel like, you know, he's, he's you know. Because, again, one million people times one season times one item is not a lot. But, however, think of all the, you know, you have Easter, you have all these other, like, you know, and Rosh Hashanah and this. That's what I'm that, saying. There's, th- this, just, there's bigger play. Right. And if there's a way to integrate the holidays together of different faiths, yeah. you know, I think he's doing a good job. And he sold, like, you know, a decent amount. And he, he is, like... And I feel like there's potential here because his online sales are so high at 70%. And it's not like he's reached his peak and had, you know, like how last week there was like four retailers and all it was like the distribution was spread over them. It's like he's in Bed Bath & Beyond and he said only 10% of his sales are from Bed Bath & Beyond. So I feel like there's so much room for growth there. I'm surprised at 20% of in-flight magazines. I thought that was funny. Because I've never – I don't know who people who buy from those – Dude, Thanks. I buy from I bought my bed from Sky Mall. Oh Sky Mall is the best magazine ever. Are you kidding me? They got the best crap in there. Right. Useful stuff. Alright. You got have when's the last time you picked up a Sky Mall? I have one at home on my coffee table and I'll bring it next, uh, whenever I see it. I mean it's when I fly. Right, but they've got gadgets, they've got like they've got some, they've got really good stuff in there. Fair enough. And like New stuff. It's like for people that are like, oh, I could do this because I didn't see it anywhere else. I mean, maybe if I was like flying with a date and we were perusing, I'd be much more apt to be like, oh, we should totally get this, honey. Right. But it's the same sense. When I'm flying home for the holidays, you think of all the people that you know for the holidays and I'm like, oh, my God, I could get this thing for my brother. I'm more of a Grinch. I don't really get people. You are a little bit of a Grinch. Shit. Um, so speaking of Grinches, Mr. Wonderful was like, I'm out. It's seasonal. It's too specific. It's, and there is a point to what he's saying, to what you're saying, but I definitely think there's a market there. I really do. I I think there's a brand there. There's not a market for, you know, top ornament. There's a market for interfaith crap to buy. And that's – but that's the brand. That's the brand. Right. That's what and, I love. And that's what I'm saying. Like the shark saw beyond the Christmas tree topper and he didn't yet but I think he's going to and with this, it will see it branch out and it could be something that's really cool. I mean some kids like never had a Christmas tree because, you know, some – you know, whatever. There's always this – it's – you know, on a, on a higher level, it's a way of integrating stuff which I kind of I kind of dig. I know. All right. Anything else about this? You know, Mark was out. I mean, everyone's out but Damon. Yeah. Who saw it? Lori was funny. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I agree with Kevin, she says. I love Lori. (laughs) They always give us so much crap. But it's true. Yeah, and everyone's out. Um, Damon offered him a deal, 50K for 35%, and he, you know, makes him aware that there's other products available, there's other stuff to do, and he takes the deal. And then he gives Damon his little Santa hat. Damon was a really cute elf. (laughs) He was, so? he was. I think he was. I mean, what was nice is that um, is that this guy, at the end of it, he deserved it. He, he's a guy that's willing to work, and it seems like his family's behind his dreams, and they're willing to work. And so it's a nice story at the end of the day. It's a nice story. It's a feel-good product. It's a celebra- It's something to intermix people, to celebrate together. There's a lot of good, good stuff about it. You create a big culture behind it. 
That's what I'm saying. If they create a big culture, then, you know, a lot of people, I think it's it opens doors for a lot of stuff. You can have all kinds of different ornaments on the Christmas tree, you know. Why are we talking? We were expanding the, the, the holidays. We've got to expand the holidays. We're going to start making up holidays just for uh, interfaith. Comp- interfaith That's why couples. we have Festivus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else about interfaith? Uh uh, no, interfaith a, couples that you want to talk about? Uh, there's a lot I want to talk about those couples, but, you know, in terms of the product, no. All right. So we're moving on now to cashmere hair. What do you think about it, Phil? Uh, cashmere hair of Beverly Hills, yep. I think is the proper term. Um, I mean, it's t- I, I, thought, I thought it was great. I mean, if I was on the panel, would I know how to invest in this product? No, I'd be like... Lori, what should I do? Is this, a, is this a good thing? Is this a good thing? I, but, I mean, here's the thing. The way she was able to take it off and on and put, you know, I thought that was, it seemed easy. You know, I I respected, um, I think it's Rachel Wright was the model's name. I respected, you yeah, know, her so. take on all of it. Um, well, Melissa, of course she's going to say that, though. Hello, she's the model for the company. I understand. Well, I, th- I think she was more than that because no, sometimes, I, yeah, sometimes the model, you know, the models she was sewing her own together to make it. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Um, there was a lot more passion behind it than just like some model that's just, you know what I mean? If you hire a model, it's not, I'd be, most people be like, okay, you can't, you know, here's what you have to say, but you're not going to say anything more than that. Right. Um, and Melissa was, did seem a little bit flustered and things like that. I mean, this was a product I wanted to get some sort of deal for. Yeah, I just could care less about this product. I'm not going to lie. What? I mean, not that I could care less, but it's like I'm just feeling different. Like no no negative vibe to it, but I just kind of feel indifferent. It's like I would not know the difference of between rat hair and, and real and hair. And Indian hair. <laughs> and I paying $400 like really? I can understand if like someone's sick and their hair's thinning and this is a great you know something for that and maybe like some money goes back to charity and i understand that like people donate their hair for wigs and like i can understand if there was like you know some sort of something behind it but i just don't get it okay well because but in the same sense i'm not that girl that's like oh i need fluffier hair so that i look good and i get you know verification validation from the outside world that i look good you know what i mean like to be fair it's not like i want girls with fake hair out there but you know it's gonna happen so if anything like okay then advance the market i think it is you know i think it is very interesting what women can do you know like there's not much stuff that guys can do to like go see american hustle Really? And just in terms of, I'm not giving anything away, but in terms of, uh, like, uh, in the movie Christian Bale's character, like how he puts on his hair, because he's, you know, not, again, this is not really a spoiler alert because it happens in the first minute, but he's pretty much, like, bald. Right. So but he, like, still, glues on, like, little dips and dabs. I guess that's kind of the same. I guess that's kind of the same if you were, yeah. but in the same sense, like, women, like, nowadays, they do all kinds of shit to, like, change the way that they look. I mean, from fake boobs to fake hair. I mean, when's it going to end? I don't know. But that's the thing. With guys, it's like they have, they could have a toupee. That's about it. And facial hair. to get to sculpt their faces with hair. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but it's real. You know what I mean? It's not like, 
not real hair. I'm with you, man. I think that it's, you know, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't, I would not be a customer unless, God forbid, I was sick and my hair was thinning. I don't think that I would ever. But you'd have to have hair because, because I mean, That's true. the girl, like... you know, what surprised me is that the girl, I, I was like, oh, how are they, you know, she kept taking things off and taking things off. And I was like, well, where is she hiding all this stuff? And she, you know, when they kind of displayed it, when she put it back in, there was a lot of hair to hide the it was a pretty big fat piece right so I wonder if girls that have thinner hair like if I was to have long hair it'd be a little bit thinner I wonder if you would be able to see them and it would look terrible yeah like for like I could not put this on without you being I like Phil why have I kind of want to see that I kind of want to see that let's go to Beverly Hills yeah let's do it um, so anyway so they're asking for $45,000 for 15% for they're, they're okay. At least they weren't asking a ridiculous that, amount. Yeah, I didn't think that was a lot of money at all. So, um, you know, Mister Wonderful, all for false advertising. When you're out on a date, then the hair is fake. And you know, I kind of tend to like agree in a sense where it's like, you know, yeah. you don't really look the way that you look. But anyway, um, and and even the other things with like fake other stuff, it's like you don't take them off. It's like if someone has fake boobs, they don't, like, take them off when they get home. I mean, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, with your hair, you just take it all off, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, what he said. Um, Mark was a great business, but not for investors, which I kind of agreed with what he was saying. It's not like this company is not going to be a $10 million company. You know what I mean? They might make money. They might you know, be well, they might, whatever, but I don't think it's going to be, it's not something you can invest your money and you're going to see a huge return on anytime and I, soon. And I like, I like that when, you know, they they don't invest for the benefit of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, you could invest and see some money back and things like that, but but ultimately, it's, it, you know, he's taken equity away from them when they could, that. you know what I mean? It's just, right. Just, uh, fight through and you know it could be it's not gonna be the biggest successful company but they'll they'll live yeah they're they're doing well you know in six months thirty eight thousand that's that's decent yeah but again you don't know how much it's like a hundred thirty eight thousand dollars in sales but a hundred five dollar cost for everyone that they sell yeah they're they're not really netting anything right now they work in beverly hills and things like that like you know they were talking about the social media aspect of it you have plenty of celebrities that you know i did another thing i really did like her melissa i really liked her though like again like this is a product that i just don't get and not that yeah, that makes the product good or bad. But I just, you know, I really liked her and I liked her work ethic and I liked her passion. And it wasn't like a whiny passion. She was just like all in. You know what I mean? She believed in it and she, you know, thought it was a good idea and she thought her stuff was better. And when they were asking, like, if the hair is tested, she was really knowledgeable about how they test the hair and how she knows where it comes from and everything like that. So the biggest, you know, I've heard of, um, I've heard of these kind of makeup parties or whatever you want to call them. Like, colleges have a lot of them. And the fact that if they had just done one, I think they could have gotten a deal. Did they not do one? They had one they, scheduled. They had one scheduled, like, next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They missed it by that much. But, you know, they they are. You know, when, when Marie came out with her first book, um, which she's got a second book coming out now, but um, in, in the springtime, The Every Girl Guide to Life, that was one of the big things. She did do a few college uh, girls' nights. Right, you know, to, and when they did some hair and makeup, and they went through some tips from her. 
talk. Well, they have, but they have parties all kinds, like from the pampered chef to like the sex toys parties to like, you know, vitamin parties. Like yeah. that's kind of a thing. And, and yeah, I've never seen one like this. And, and to be fair, they don't cost idea. a lot to do. <clears throat> no, they just, I don't think they cost anything. I think what happens for a lot of those parties, well, at least one of my friends did a pampered chef one a while ago. And what it is, it's like you, the host, who's ever housed the party's at, has to guarantee to get like a certain number of people there. And then the sales rep will come and yeah. that person gets like something for free or whatever. So for like housing it, like it's a pretty, you and especially know. if you go to sororities, yeah. like, you know, you're guaranteed that bring all your sorority sisters, you know? You're covered. But man, at college telling girls their hair is not good enough, you need some fake hair. Like, I'm just not down for that. I don't know how that culture works. I'm just giving out ideas, okay? I know, okay? I know. I'm just like, here we are instilling like, hey, that hair that you got, I'm lucky that enough, hair's not good enough. You I'm, need some thicker, fuller, fabulous hair. I'm lucky enough where I haven't taken a girl out and then like, it, had we gone home, I'm like, what the fuck? What am I taking? What is this? <laughs> I have not had Stop that yet. Stop pulling it out. Yeah. Uh, honey, I think I pulled your hair out. <laughs> So yeah, I'm lucky um, in that regard. But I think I think that's what it is for me. It's it's a little bit of we're we're creating this image that people aren't, and some people want it because they want to look different or better, whatever. But like it is like fifty years ago when there wasn't all this like self image how it is today. There was no like hair extension parties or everywhere. Like it's now more than ever, people are so worried about and conscious about their um, image. If you guys want to see a funny thing about self-image, see the most recent episode of South Park called The Hobbit, season seventeen, episode ten. I'm just telling you, it's all about women's self-image, and they have I such a great take on it. But yeah, I mean, it just makes the episode that much more funnier because of things like this. right. Um, okay, so then Damon. <laughs> Demon's like, you don't want me to do stuff for hair, which was kind of hysterical. Because he's bald. Totally. Um, And Robert, you know, he says the parties are a good idea. Lori said the parties are very unique. It's a good idea. And which I thought Lori was going to take it. I really thought they were going for Lori and Lori was going to take it. They said, right? You know, wouldn't this be a product for you? Yep. And that's when she said the, the, you know, the phrase that you said earlier, like when you're in competition with people, it's harder. It's harder when there's a lot of products out there because a lot of people that are cheaper. Too, that are cheaper because a lot of people aren't gonna know the Indian hair versus the whatever hair or the this or the that, and they're gonna see one that costs four hundred dollars, and they're gonna see one that costs two hundred dollars, and they're gonna be like, "Sweet, I could look good for half the price," because you know what I mean. To their yeah. eye, they're not gonna know. So, and also, if you're in that regard, you know, go going back to how we're trying to elevate people. If you get the cheaper stuff and it doesn't quite work, you might just be done with hair extensions forever. So, yay world! Because then you're gonna be like, oh, hair extensions, this is bull crap. I'm not doing this again. That's funny. Just cost me way too much money. There. It doesn't even work. So, <laughs> all right. Well, the Cashmere Girls of Beverly Hills. Let's get invite those girls. girls. We okay. Purse case. I want Melissa to come in. Yeah. Purse case. They've been co- talking that they would uh, that they would come in after the New Year. So um, they were sp- supposed to be scheduled for tonight. You know, but we'll get them in the New Year. But I want these guys. I I do too. I want a Steph Z and Phil's Feet Tech demonstration. <laughs> I will put those things in my hand. That would be hysterical. But it is. What about for the short hair girl? What if I want hair one day? What about the uh, short hair guy? The, the long, like long hair girls, they can get bangs, they can get full of hair, they can get all this crap. What about if I want long hair for a day? Yeah. Even if it's Halloween. You could probably do it. No, I don't think it I don't think it clips on to mine. I don't think I have enough to clip. You know what? We're gonna call them in and they're gonna Melissa, you. Do I have enough to clip? Come clip me. I'm doing makeover. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fix something. We're gonna have an after buzz party. 
That would be hysterical. Okay, moving on. Now we have the tipsy elves. What did you, you think about Evan and Nick? I actually, oh at first, God. I thought it was going to be some, like, new eggnog drink. Some like, Really? I thought it was going to be some dr- tipsy. I thought it was going to be some... I get it. Fun. I, I mean, you know what? Can could, could I tell you the truth? The truth for me is that um, as tell me, tell me what bold as they were going, the sweaters themselves weren't that bold. Like I, I would expect to see these at Spencer's or something like that. And, you know, like yeah, well, Urban Outfitters. Yeah, same kind of demographic. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I forget who wore the, but it was like the um, one of the cookies was drunk, right? The shirt. What I don't forget what you call them. No idea what you're talking about. The 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 one of the he had the remember he had the three across his chest and one of them was kind of drunk. Um, and I was like, okay, well that's kind of cool, but it's not like over the top. That's gonna no, make me they go. weren't over the top. And you know, it was like the duo, like how they said it. The duo was like the new take on the Christmas staple, like the ugly sweater type, you know, play on words they were gonna do. But it was kind of not. They weren't ugly and they weren't super awesome. They were yeah. kind of just like the Christmas sweater. And I've seen like stuff like that in Target that was kind of maybe a little bit cooler. <laughs> I like Kevin Ryan. Those are hideous. hideous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then again, it's kind of funny. Like last week, the spirit hats or whatever they were called. Spirit, what are they called? Spirit. Spirit. Spirit, spirit hoods. Spirit hoods. Then maybe not. I don't know. I own one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's oh terrible. I took so but much beef for that on, on, from fans. They're like, how could Phil, how could you buy one of those? I'm like, okay, first off, it was gifted. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't hate it. I would, like, if I would have seen that two years ago out at some, like, fair, I probably wouldn't have bought it. I was trying to go there, but I I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it on a date, and I'll tell you how that works out. Do it. Okay. Um, but again, you expect them. They come in with ten thousand. They wanting ten thousand dollars for a five percent. That's like a two million dollar evaluation. Yeah, that's um crazy. Again, you could build the brand, but right now you're not there. No, you're not there. And you know they do the little cute fashion show, which was kind of cool to see. You know they got the onesie. They got. I, I didn't like the onesie. Everything I else like but the onesie. The onesie didn't fit right. There's so many good onesies right now. It just it looked like he was a little jammed up. Why are we in the market for onesies? There's the the, the, the only girl because they're comfy as shit. The the girl Sugar from um from Celebrity Rehab. She's the only girl that I know to wear onesies. Look at that pen cap, Oh um, my god! What what <laughs> what are we talking about? Anyway, listeners, I, welcome I, I back. Like onesies. I actually got a gift of a Superman onesie. Not too long ago. It's kind of the coolest thing. Do you wear this in public? What do you do with this? I wear it around the house. It's comfy. Sunday. Football. Onesie. Just you? I'll wear You want to come over? I'll wear it. I'm not going to take it off if someone comes. Okay. I don't know. I like it. Anyway, but again. I don't get that culture. I don't get the onesie culture is what I'm trying to say. Just don't. I wore them at Burning Man, too. Okay. It's just the onesie. It's easy. Okay, so their sales, though. So their sales are pretty decent. 2012, they did $862,000. 2013, they did $1.35 million. They got a deal with Urban Outfitters for $65. That's kind of a decent price, which is, for me, I feel like at Urban Outfitters, that's a little bit high, but mm-hmm. they're selling it there. Um, their cost is eleven forty, And then what they did say is that Evan... 
you know, I was pretty impressed with Evan. I was impressed that he left his, you know, $170 million. I'm not. <laughs> you know, I don't think he'd do that. No, $170,000 job with bonuses, whatever, perks. So, you know, he's probably used to walking away with benefits, everything. And he's like, no, I'm, this isn't what makes me happy. I'm going to go do this. And he took his expertise with the search engine optimization and he's putting it everywhere. I think it's a smart. I think it's smart. I think they're going to do good. I think so too. I mean, ultimately, um, and they just seem like smart guys. I mean, I, I liked the. Uh, they learned a lot of lessons from all the sharks that did leave, like especially Mark. Like you know, you're doing so well in this space. Why? Why go to retail? Why do this? You know why? Yeah, it could be limitless, but you're limiting yourselves by thinking that you need to do this. No, I agree, but and and it was just very for me when they kept saying, yeah, but we've tapped that market, we've tapped that market. It's like. If you have this market that you kind of have a handle on and getting some out there, like to go to we've tapped that market, so we have to go to retail. It's like we've tapped this market. We need to introduce, you know, products Z, X, Y, Z to like have the, we've already got this audience. We've already got this machine that works. We just need to make other stuff that these people want to buy rather than, you know, transferring to the whole retail model, which is exactly what they're saying. Like I've had a clothing line and. With chargebacks, with sending goods back, like if they don't sell the goods in February, March, they're gonna get all these freaking sweaters back, and they're gonna sit there till next year because you can't swell Christmas. You know <laughs> That's what, what I mean? Saying. Yeah, yeah gonna, it's need... like it's a whole different beast and a whole different animal to play the retail game, and I don't, I don't know, I don't think it's gonna make it go higher, especially with someone like Urban Outfitters because their margins are so small. Like their if their cost is eleven forty for Urban Outfitters, like they're gonna have to probably get that cost down. Cause that wholesale, then, like, if their cost is eleven forty, their wholesale's got to be like twenty something. So they're not even doubling it, you know, to to retail at sixty five because it's a two point two markup at Urban Outfitters. There's no way. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I, ironically, they got a good partner out of this. They did, but see, that's the thing, Robert. I kind of love him. I mean, if like if there was a shark that I gravitated to the most, it would be Robert. Yeah, I don't know that he's the most aggressive. No, not by and, any and means. it depends for me. Like, if it depends on what my product was to see, like what the idea and the business plan was to, to know what shark that I wanted. Like, I'm not just like, oh my god, if I was ever to go on Shark Tank, I would want Robert no matter what. Like, I feel like that's not. I'm just saying, a smart like, thing to say, it, yeah. but. He lately, and I feel like he's definitely more in play than Jessica. Okay. Oh, I was like, what? I was right about Jessica Sugar. Oh, okay. Um, Sugar was her nickname in Celebrity Rehab, the one who wore the onesie. Sweet. As, as confirmed by Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I feel like Robert has been making more deals. Like, he's more, like, last year, I feel like he kind of didn't invest in a lot. Like, I feel like he's being more interactive this season. Yeah, I mean, Again, if I have to be mentored by any of them, you know, I respect all of them. I love Mark. Uh, I actually love Kevin. You I know, love I think, them all uh, for different reasons. But I think I think the one who I would relate to the most would actually be Robert. Yeah, I could see that. I like Mark. I think it's you and Lori. I'm... I think you and Lori. Lori would be like a good fit for you. Yeah, me and Lori. Lori Maybe Barbara, actually. Yeah, strong women. Gotta love strong women. But since I do want to own the New York Jets one day, I feel like... I should have Mark under my wing too. Fair enough. Even though we're terrible, uh, the price is probably going down. So, <laughs> but um, so then Mr. Wonderful gives a deal. He offers up a deal, and he, he is. It's so funny. Like I don't think he's, 
I can't remember, let me say in a better way, the last time it's been like $100,000 for 5%. And he's been like, I'll give you $100,000 for 5%. There's always like perpetuity or cost or some like payback till I get my money back. Like there's always restructuring of the deal. And so he restructures this deal. He's like, I'll give you $100,000 and I'll give you, and I want $2 off each sweater until I recoup my money and then $1 off each sweater in perpetuity. Which I thought was a pretty good deal. Yeah, you know, and I, I like the fact that Rob says, you know, it's not the greatest deal, but it's not a bad deal. Yeah, he was kind of like, well, he said it's a bad deal, it's not a terrible deal. Yeah, that's he, right. he didn't, you know, which is kind of funny. Um, and then he said, then Robert said he loved them, that he left the $170,000 job, and he offered them $100,000 for 10%, which is a $1 million valuation instead of two, which I feel like is kind of more fair, like, in transition, in trying to do something new, if your last year of sales were 1.3, you can't make that jump to two. Like a safer evaluation is my at one because there's going to be growing pains and like yeah. stuff along the way. And what I like, you know, um, in seeing that, Robert sees two things. One, here, as he mentioned, here's a guy who's all in. Right. Right. But the, the, the more important part is here's a guy who's a winner. Right. Because to be earning that amount of money, especially in today's day and age. You got to be smart. You know, you, you're doing something right. Right. And so that's what he was buying into, not necessarily the product. Right. And he was like, you know what? I think this would be great in college. I just want to participate and help you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so he goes with Robert over Mr. Wonderful, which I thought for them was a good fit. And Damon was, you know, he was like, you know what? I can't, I can't help you, which I, I actually respected. I do. I think this season we're getting a lot more of that, too. We're getting a lot more of like, you know... Or a shark's pulling out because, like, it's a better deal for somebody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if it's a licensing thing, you know, they'll be like, mm, you know, Mr. Wonderful's your guy. Figure yeah. out what you can do with him. Yeah. So, okay. So, we've got our update this week, or our news, was on Ruck Pack. Hell yeah. With Robert and Kevin. I know. I like when people get two sharks. It's kind of awesome. Especially when they get Robert and Kevin? It is. It's like the yin-yang. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, Rawr, okay, let's do this. Um, so they said their first year before Shark Tank, they had $35,000 worth of sales. And 10 months after appearing on Shark Tank and making the deal, they did a half a million dollars in sales. And again, they say they're in Walgreens and 8,600 stores, and they got a $4 million deal that they're getting ready to do. And they have their jet. See the Gemma. It's iconic. It's like, you know what I mean? It's it's something to brag about. I get it. And I get it. I, I 100% get it. And I get that they're trying to compete with companies like Red Bull and this, that, and the other thing. But Red Bull is like an empire. It is an empire. Red Bull is amazing. And the things they do, like the shows they do, they have jets, they have helicopters, they have all kinds of shit that they do for that. Um, the one, And that plane was hovering. It was pretty cool and whatever. But like... Is that plane going to do a show? Like they didn't say. Like we have no. This it would do. It, it, it's the. It's the. Um, it's the number one piece. I like the biggest. Um, they might have mentioned. I, th- I think they mentioned something about Fourth of July and things like that. Right, like, but to me, it'd be cool if that plane was traveling ac- overseas and like dropping off the rug pack to like the troops. That would That'd be, be cool. cool. Just now, to have a plane displayed at some like Fourth of July show. You're not. You're not close to Red Bull. Question: Are we? Uh, are we doing something more with the plane? Because you know, I was like, okay, they got the plane, and then I saw that they had the logo on the um, the back tail, and I was like, is that all we're paying for? 
Because I want the paint job all over the plane. Yeah. That's to me. I was like, if I'm going to get a plane, I want the whole I mean, real maybe, estate. Maybe, what am yeah, I paying for in the for same you? sense, like maybe like, like a military plane is very, you know, maybe they were just trying to symbolize what a military plane looks like. And instead of the markings, that's where they put the markings because that's pretty much what they look like. But I get it. You want a wrapped full plane that's like black and it says rug pack on it and it's got the logo and a freaking yeah, I'm all about I'm all about tradition and, and, you know, the American spirit. But if I got a product that we got to sell, it's, it's I, I get more. it. But that's just, you know. Like you know, it, you know, this is a big logo right here on the on the afterbus I mean, mug it's like, here. Bam, bam, bam. You know you, what I mean? You plugged Maria's Look, book. I even have got it all tonight. I got my no. shirts. I, you know what I mean? I'm just but take advantage. Is all yeah, I'm, I'm saying. Just saying you don't always gotta subtlety is sometimes better. Yeah. Well, subtlety right there. You know, even even the Shark Tank afterbus TV after. See, it's you know, it's just branding. I want the whole space. The whole kit. Well, maybe I'm a greedy guy. I think so. All right. Maybe I just have sweet balls. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. So, for those of you who have been watching us, you know, a few episodes back, a while now, probably. Uh, like episode two, one, two, or three. They had sweet balls on the episode. I actually was out getting gas the other day, and I saw sweet balls at the Chevron. I've never seen them yet at a 7-Eleven, and that was their big deal, I believe. Yeah. But I did see them at Chevron, so I got us some, and here we are. We're going to try the sweet balls. We got the red velvet. There you go. Take on a, air. Take a ball. I'm going to take on a ball. On air sweet ball action. I'll wait for you to take one, too. We'll do it together. Are you going to do the whole thing like a shot? Like okay, a so there's ball? like oh, uh, there's an outer wrapping and there's an inner Let's see something. how good these sweet balls are. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. We're chewing. We're chewing. Definitely good. need some milk. <laughs> Definitely need some milk right now. Where's it's the a little pH? rich. It's a little... <laughs> it's pretty freaking good, though. Yeah, definitely need some milk, though. Roxy! Yeah. Give me some milk. It's really good. It is. It's like the perfect amount of cupcake. Because you got the icing all around. Normally, mm-hmm. cupcakes, you got the icing on the top, and then it's like, meh, you got all the cake inside. All right, so we're looking at one package, though, for the four balls, 330 calories, 150 from fat. Total fat is 26% daily value and blah, 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 blah. And it's not that bad. I mean, so. Where's the, uh, where does it say the ingredients? Oh, Jesus. A, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole what's in it? Too much. Oh, wow. Red coating. That's the first ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> There's a red coating, guys. I don't see high fructose corn syrup. So, this is actually artificial, artificial, artificial. Um, they do modified. taste sweet. They are sweet. They are sweet balls. I kind of like them. I'm not going to lie. I, I really do. I think, I think I'm going to get this for um, for Chanaka for everybody. For Chris. Christmas. I don't know what it's Chris called. Chris <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? I actually did not see the. Um, Prediction? Yeah, did you? Okay, so... My thing taped, it stopped. So tape. we talked about, you know, uh, in the update, we talked about Kevin and Rob working together. What I love, <laughs> my man says, you know, uh, Lori says, I don't want to work with Robert on this deal. And he says to them, you got to work this out because I need you to be on this deal together. Like, you don't tell the sharks what to do, but I love it. Shut up! That's awesome. He's like, you He's guys like need- no, I want both of you so sorted out. Yeah. You know what, too? I really want to see in the news year... 
Same season, New Year. I want to see Barbara and Lori together. But Damon is one. Oh, you mean he actually make On a deal? On a deal together. On I don't deal. think we've seen that yet. I don't think so either. I really want that. Because I feel like, I don't know, woman power. I don't, yeah, that'd be cool. I think it'd be super cool because the way that they interact with each other, like I think that would be interesting. And I want it to be on like rug pack or like some like super like macho like thing. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> like sweet balls. Dude, sweet balls are good. You guys super should much. all go get some they sweet balls. They're at Chevron's across the nation, seven eleven. The red velvet ones are super good. There's like I saw like three different flavors in there. Um and that's my story. Anything else for you to add? Fill up. You know, obviously, we don't know what products they are. They always show the reactions and things like that. So I don't know what the products are going to be. Um, I, I am looking forward to more guests. Right. You know, on, on their show and things like that. I always like the mix. Um, I'm a little upset with Marissa. I hope we, we can regain her as a viewer. Yeah, Marissa, you... what is the problem? <laughs> okay. Marissa. Not, not like to put you on the spot or anything, but So come to on. give context, Marissa is a newfound fan of the show. And then about a week ago, she's like, well, is this all that happens? This, what, what about the other people? So, Marissa, go ahead and explain why you love the show and now you're like, eh. Well, the thing about the show, it's, it's simple, yes, but, like, all the numbers, I get it. That's fun. Everyone wants to know, you know, uh, how much they, they'll get in return and whatnot. But the thing is that we see them for maybe two minutes when they're doing the presentation, but we never really see them afterwards i mean we get a quick follow-up but i kind of want to see the whole process of them actually gaining their business and improving their uh, revenue and all that so i you know you get attached to these people who make good deals but then you don't see you really don't see anything else afterwards i can i can respect that i mean they do have a shark tank book where i think they go into some of the steps of what they do with new people so i can see both sides of that but also it's almost like if they were to take, you know, the show, yeah, it, it would be a different show. It would be like we're teaching you business 101. To be fair, I mean, there's a whole Shark Tank culture. Just just type Shark Tank on YouTube alone and the amount of interviews that these guys do in addition to the show. And and also, they also do like also seminars. For yeah. Sweetballs, as an example, when they first appeared on the show, they really were only in 7-Elevens. And now since uh, since – Shark Tank, and they've improved their business quite a uh, good amount. Uh, Steph, you said that they're also in Chevron and stuff. So, like, if you didn't find the sweet balls, we wouldn't know because we really didn't get that follow-up that, oh, they're in all these other different locations as well, not just 7 But you need you need time to – I mean, okay, going back to um, had had we done the deal earlier, um, the licensing deal, right, with Kevin uh, – Lightnetics, right? Right. Damon said it would take two months. Kevin said it would take nine months. And it, honestly, it takes – some deals, especially the good ones, take long because there's a lot of lawyers involved and things like that. And so is that what we want to see? Like I'm negotiating deals right now, and it's taking forever. Would you want to see me on a TV show – yeah, it's with the lawyer. And the lawyer says, "Okay, you know, here's what we're gonna have to red line, and we're gonna we got." No, to, but like, I think it would be boring. interesting. No, but it's what it's not. What's not boring is them going in and being like, "Okay, so this is the system that you guys started in your company, and this is what needs to happen. You need to, you know, you've got ten employees. You need six, or you need twelve, and you need to be doing this, and you need to have your workflow like this. Like it yeah. could be like a consultation. You know, I I could see if they had like." 
two a year or something, or it was like the like yeah, each I, shark has I to pick see one follow up, Be- right? Each because shark has we to see pick them once, maybe twice, and then. But I want to see them actually grow because they start off with a really good idea. The sharks already right. like it, but I want to see the their ideas like really balloon and then explode. I want to see that part. I also want to see why it's not working. Them doing it themselves, right? You know, yeah. but you I know. just want to see progression. You know, Marissa I, just I hates wanna, numbers. I know. I want to see business progression and how people really improve their business and and well, their ideas. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And I and I appreciate that, and I would love to see that too. I think that when they do the updates, and they're just like you know thirty five thousand in one year to half a million in ten months, that's the progression that most people are more inclined to want to see is just numbers. But I agree with you. I think that each shark should have to pick one of their favorites, and not necessarily just the one that made the most money for the year, but one of their favorites, and they go through and they say like. You know, this is, we we came, like, after the Shark Tank, we came in and we saw that the way that they were producing this was costing them $2 extra. So what we here's did a, is we went and we did XYZ and then it helped Here's what this. could work. Here's what could work. And, Barbara, I'm stealing this from you so you can take all the credit and, uh, you know, we can have a spinoff Who? show just about Barbara. Oh. Um, unless there's other sharks doing it already. But a retreat. Right? Film the I retreat. I was thinking the same thing. Film the retreat. I, I want to go to that Fire Island retreat. But, yeah, I mean, it would be great, but film it. You right. know what I mean? And then give make it like an hour special bonus thing but for the, every and show. And in the same sense, though, part of that is the reason why it's so important to get a deal and they get a percentage of the company. If they, if Mark Cuban starts going with every single one that he invests in and start and we start seeing exactly what they do, then more people are going to – it's like he's giving his advice free to a lot of other companies. You know what I mean? Like if we see how he goes or how any sharks go in and make the company better, they're giving this free advice to everyone yeah. when they're they're paying to give this advice to someone because they're taking a percentage of it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily the best business for them to do that. No, not necessarily. But I, I think you could tape the trips. The trips would be fun. Yeah, the trips would be super fun. Anyway, on right. that note, on I, think that we've, note yeah, I, I think, think we've answered all of Marissa's life problems. Yes. Marissa, do we get you back? Uh, yes. All yes. right. She's for still going to watch. She's yeah. still going to watch. Thank you guys for listening, watching. Leave us comments, questions. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And you can follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's just at AfterBuzz TV. And no, uh, the spirit hat, spirit hood was a one-time thing. And, you know, I know I took some comments, but come on. Relax, people. Relax. Oh, jeez. Keep the comments coming. Keep them coming, yeah. Good or bad. Good or bad. Good or bad. I have, I have a thick skin. Clearly. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. Happy holidays. Later. Happy 2014. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here and be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later. <laughs> <laughs> 